right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Mulkamania. This week, we have a very special episode for you. Uh, but Chuck won't let me get to the good parts yet because he says we have to go to the boring parts first. So uh, first, let's talk about F1 and their the largest sure... motorsport in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're for sure boring race this weekend at Imola. Uh, Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen is going to win. And, yeah, that's really all you need to know. You want to hear my shocking prediction? Will will there be an overtake? Is that your uh, prediction? No, 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 no. I meant for the win. Ooh, Um, I think I know where he's going with this. Go ahead. It's not Perez, is it? No. No, I actually think Verstappen's going to win. That's not shocking. (laughs) Well, that seems like the Think about who it's coming from. (laughs) That's right. It is kind of shocking coming from you, I guess. <laughs> well, it it really is whoever it, leads off unless, the line. Well, unless Red Bull screws them again, which they could. Yeah, that yeah, Red Bull is known to do. So, for real, the question will be is if there will be an actual overtake during the race. So, besides midfield, nah. Even in the midfield, this track mm-hmm. is that bad. I don't think so. Well, I, it has to that the cars weren't so wide. Yeah, that's the biggest bad. issue. All I'm saying is, when Senda died, y'all should have learned. Oh, see, they, there you go, taking chip shots. Wow. Wow. It, and you get and he it, gets mad at me when I take shots at Elio, but he can just start. Wow. <laughs> All right, so now that they fixed mad. the track, so that won't happen. So I'm not worried about deaths. I'm worried about the track just sucking, which it does. So, well, thanks, Senna, for that one. That's the problem. <laughs> to the, the track outwards after Senna died. That's all I'm hearing. Well, no, the weird part about the Senna crash was he hit that compared to the way Berger or PK or um, I think it was was it was it um, who was the Ferrari guy? Not not John Alesi, the other one. Berger. Burger. No, not no, 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 no. You had, oh my God, uh, Michele, what's his face? Oh, Alboreto. Uh, yeah, Alboreto, yeah. him, PK, and Burger all hit that wall, and like Burger bursted into flames. PK lost like eighty percent of his depth perception. Well, at least he didn't lose a hundred like me. Poor guy. And there it is. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on to NASCAR. Uh, Lex, you'll like this one. Uh, there's there's trouble within the cartel <laughs> of of Rick Ware racing. Do tell. I didn't have to watch the races in a few weeks. On like lap fifty or so, uh, Cody Ware, Rick Ware's son, took out his teammate. Took out his dad's car, uh, James Davison, and. I guess when your dad has that much money, I guess you can afford to wreck his own equipment, I guess. Is James Davison any good in in a cup car? Dude, I, you can't even tell. It's it's a trash it, car. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it, I think if he can prove himself to run top 30s in that car consistently, he might be able to move up to more of a midfield team. 
because he seemed relatively competitive in um, IndyCar when he ran the 500 as well as um, in uh, GTs. Yeah. I mean, the um, there, so. I think he was on the AM, the Pro-Am poll at the Spa 24 one year, if I'm not mistaken. Spa 24. I don't know. But, yeah, he's got he's got good road course talent and good Indy 500 talent. I just don't know why people find these driving these back-of-the-grid cars with their, like, sponsorship money so alluring. And I don't get it. Because they can make more money doing that than running IndyCar at the moment. Oh, fair enough. Um, other than that, I mean, it was the most chaotic, boring race I think it could have possibly been. I think chaotically boring is a really good way to describe the race. So, wreck, uh, nothing's happening. Wreck again. Nothing's happening. Pretty much oh. until about twenty to go. Is that when uh, Blaney cost himself the race? No, that was like fifty to go. <laughs> How do you uh, to do that? He just ran over an air hose. But I thought Denny was going to take out Chase again. <laughs> you just surprise, surprise, surprise. So Truex passes Denny and just sort of, and and actually the first turn after Truex had passed Denny, Denny tried to move Truex and failed miserably. And so Chase uh, got by and Denny tried to dive bomb Chase and failed miserably. So, <laughs> I, yeah, just really? classic, classic Denny things. So first repeat yeah. winner and yeah, Richmond's next week or this week. And uh, I don't know. As since they had that low down force, it should be a nice race. <laughs> so, okay, I have a question. So, for the last let's say two years, I've heard you know you know the folk you know the circles we run with, right? They've you, you called the for thing. the replacement, the replacement of Ryan Blaney. Is it warranted? Yeah, your name. No, he's no. running well. Yeah, he's. Because they contend that they can get several other drivers in that car to do a way better job. No. Well, then start moving Eric Amarola and, uh, well, yeah, just Eric Amarola out of that Stuart Haas seat because he's not doing anything in it this year. I want to say one guy said, was it Austin Dillon? If you put him in that car, he would do better than Ryan Blaney. I believe that's what he did said. He, did he, is, is it the same guy? Does that uh, sound like it, something he would say? Is that is that who who would be specific? Who you're talking about? Samuel Mills. <laughs> See, you don't have to put people on blast on the stream. You tried to. I didn't you try were, to. He, he was trying to around in a roundabout way, and then you asked who. <laughs> so yes, it, it defaults back to you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, at Richmond, do you guys think we'll see another first-time winner? No. Brad Keselowski won last time we were here. Well, I mean, I guess. I, I don't... So, Chuck, what you're it's... saying is Joey's going to win. No, I think it's going to be Denny. Honestly. 
Okay. I'm going to say it's going to come down to the last hey, few hey, Chuck, He's going to lose talent. You said we wouldn't have a new first-time winner. Yeah, well, I changed my mind. So, Denny's a first-time winner. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be Denny. No, I'm, I'm picturing, like, Joey, like, leading into the final laps. Then I just picture him just, you know, giving up the lead. Flex. No offense, Jack. No offense, Jack. Come back. Not wrong. It's happened twice. One time, he was forced out of the lead. Deservingly. Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to think about that race. I very much have removed it from my mind. Until next February when we get to see about 50,000 replays of it. Well, I mean, it must be a hard thing being a Logano fan. Did you have, like, the most craziest ups and downs? It's about time someone understands. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, oh, my God, Joey's about to win. One lap to go. Damn it. <laughs> that's – wow. Wow. I mean, that's pretty good. It's kind of like uh, – kind of <laughs> like it was like to be a Chase Elliott fan for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the fun part now. Uh, we're going to give a IndyCar season preview and give oh, hot God. takes oh, on <laughs> all the full-time drivers. I'm sure there will be attacks thrown at some drivers and at each other. So uh, let's let's start. I'm going to start with the guy that I think is going to do the worst this season, oh, God. and that's Jimmy Johnson. So, so what you're saying is, is you don't agree with Chip. Okay, so Chip Ganassi today, or whenever he said it, said that uh, Jimmy Johnson could win a race this season. You know what Chip also said? Chip also said it wasn't Tony Canon's fault when he took out half the field at Texas. So you can't really you trust anything that comes out of that man's mind. Man's mouth. No, um... The only time I can picture Jim John winning in IndyCar this season literally is if there's like a crash and a caution. He's like the lucky man. That's really it. Sure, if like 20 of the cars crash, he's got a chance. But like I was saying, the person, the rookie, that, the only rookie I'm picturing winning this season is McLaughlin. Well, we'll get to him. But yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's not up to speed. He's slower than Dalton Kellett. So. Oh, sure. And that takes a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's not going to have fun this year. Uh, next is Roman Grosjean. I think he's a lot, bit of an unknown, to be honest, because, like, we haven't really seen a lot from him. Yeah. But we haven't heard of any, like, troubles either. Except the one time at Barber when he crashed, but... I forgot oh, yeah. this yeah, he is. So, I mean, I could picture him. I don't know about a win, but I could picture him being uh, consistent, like top tens or something. Mm. I, he could have a similar career path to Erickson, though. I mean, I don't think this first year that he's going to do much, but the second year, if he sticks around, it'll be better. I think he'll stick around. Where else is he going to go, you know? Uh, isn't he joining? Yeah, isn't he joining Peugeot for the hypercar program? 
I heard it. I have not heard of such thing. I believe, yeah, I believe he's joining us. So is Jev. John Eckhart, jeez. Uh, let's move on to Scott McLaughlin. I think Scotty Mack can win a race. Oh, yeah. Now, it's interesting, though, because he struggled a lot at St. Pete last year. But if you really think about it, it was really his first time in a car in anger, so to speak. In anger. Instead of testing, yeah. I don't know. I I, I think people need to be careful not to overhype him. I'll say that. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, well, moving on to one of my least favorite drivers, Sebastian Bourdais. Um, I think yeah, that everything. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I think he's overhyped. I agree. Um, he's not going to win a fifth championship. And he's not going to bring Floyd back to victory lane. I'm sorry. Well, had he not had the best car, those champ cars, would he have been a multi-time champion like that? I No, I don't think so. But I think he has – I think Dirk Floyd could sn- sniff running well this a year. Couple a couple top fives. And, and a couple of the road it. courses. Had a couple of the road courses. I mean, because they showed good in the barber test, or I think it was the barber test that they had the road course testing. That they looked. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, moving on to Dalton Kellett, I I really just expect him to beat Jimmy, and that's it. <laughs> At least you'll have someone to race with. Right. That's really nice of Jimmy Johnson to come to Indy Carter race Dalton Kelly. I don't think Jimmy's going to end up being that bad. He looks pretty bad right now, Chad. He's also, what, this is the first time he's been in the car, too. There's a reason Chip Ganassi signed him to a two-year deal. Yeah, and I think money. <laughs> no, and Dixon talks highly, so... Well, Dixon's not going to crap on his teammate. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, What's up? Was, it, was, uh, was he teammates with Darren Manning? <laughs> Technically. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, Chuck, whatever. I mean, who's the other guy? Manassin? Nicholas Manassian? Yeah, I remember Nicholas yeah. Manassian. What about him? Jeez. <laughs> that, I haven't heard that name in a long uh, time. Last time I saw him, 2017 WEC with SMP. Wow. Ooh, someone might be getting a parking ticket. Uh, um, Jack's getting all excited over somebody getting a parking ticket. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Chuck's favorite driver, James Hinchcliffe. I think that it could be a resurgence here for old Hinchtown. Potential. Uh, yeah, that's a... <laughs> well, he's going back to the team that he succeeded pretty well with. 
I'm just saying. It's a possibility. Well, like, I remember the team he signed with in 2012 and replaced the great Dan mm-hmm. Wilson. And then, um, uh, what was I going to say? Probably nothing productive. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Was it 2019? It would be like either Hinchcliffe was running well or he'd be like in the fence. Was it? Because I remember he did it like 2019. Yeah, because remember it was a bell. I was like, damn, dude. Because he was like in third or something. I was like, James Hinchcliffe, Hinchcliffe is running pretty well now. And then next thing I know, he's in the wall. I remember that one time at Belle Isle in 2019 when he came out in front of Rossi and Newgarden and they all crashed in the next yeah. turn. That was yeah, that's funny. What... I don't know. I think with Andretti, he'll have more speed. So it'll be interesting. Uh, Max Chilton, same old, Pretty same much. old. Nothing to say. It's just Max Chilton. Uh, yeah, it's what he usually does, except when you that one time you led the most laps at the Indy 500. Which is the only reason why he still runs Indy, because he thinks he has a chance. Ouch. He's in Carlin Machine, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that not the best? That, no, but it's got one of the best paint teams on the grid. Oh, yeah, that's going to make him go faster, Jack. Sorry, Lex. Sorry, I can't give you good content. You Let's, tried. Let's see. Uh, Connor Daly. Anybody want to go first? Actually has some consistency this year. Uh, is probably going to run Texas. Can you answer me? And Gateway for Carlin. That hasn't been announced yet. That's pure speculation. You guys can hear me, right? So... Yes. Yeah, we're on Connor Daly. Should run should run well with Indy this season. Yeah, if he doesn't spin out on a restart <laughs> for no reason. Fair. I figured no Indy car drivers listen to this, so I, it's kind of like no holding back. <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, we're talking about the most overrated driver on the grid right now. So, and you like him, I might add. I would like to see Connor Daly do well, but he's the most overrated driver on the grid. Jeez. Like, I. Like, who else would be more overrated? I'm surprised you didn't put someone else in the most overrated driver on the grid slot. Listen, as much as I hate Scott Dixon, <laughs> the, the Scott man Dixon is not that man is not overrated. He is not <laughs> overrated. And as much as I don't like Graham Rahal, he's second most overrated. But we'll get to that. Or third most, my bad. Um so yeah, Connor Daly definitely needs more consistency. <clears throat> he's got speed, but consistency is key. Uh, next, I want to talk about one of the more anticipated and, you know, ones we'll watch over the season, Alex Palou. He, he's, I don't think he's going to have the same hype as Rosenquist had, but I think he can definitely deliver at the same level Rosenquist did. And he's going to have to, obviously, because Chip goes through drivers like 
he goes through what? uh cake. <laughs> so damn. I don't know, man. I I mean, I think Blow, he, I think he could win a race this year. Well, that's what we said about Rosenquist, too. <laughs> and he damn near did. Yeah, he almost won a couple of races this rookie season. I mean, Palou's not a rookie this year, but it, it just seems but, like it because he was in a bad car last year. But let's be honest, he probably should have won, Palou should have probably should have won Road America last year. I wouldn't go that far, to be honest. I, I really wouldn't. Refresh my memory, Chad. What happened at Road America last year? I can't remember. Uh, he, he just uh, got a podium. That's it. But he led oh. most of the race. No, he didn't. Which one is it? That, that was New Garden and Dixon. No, because the second race, I think it was the second one, the second race that weekend was the one that was. Okay, Chuck, I'll look it up for you and tell you how many laps he didn't lead. <laughs> Let's see here. Which one are you talking about? The second one? Whichever one he got a podium on. So the first one. He finished I, second. He finished third. And he led zero laps. No, then there were he led laps in the other one. Then no, he didn't because he ran well. The other one, he he finished seventh and led a whopping zero laps. <laughs> uh, well, he was running well because they were talking about him having a shot of winning. Well, he he did start third, so there's that, I guess. But yeah. It, very much one to watch, I would say. Uh, especially Indy. He was one of those guys that we talked about being checkers or wreckers. So, And then he ended up being wreckers. <laughs> uh, next guy, Jack Harvey. Uh, again, another one of those guys that has speed but needs a lot more consistency. But that team might be better this year. Because they had the greatest driver on the planet. Joining them. So good he had to get lucky to win the title. Not in that discipline. Um, Lex, do you not remember that Whelan card (laughs) coming out of nowhere? I do. Anyway. Okay, so it was a Whelan car's fault. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so consistency, agreed? Yeah, I agree with you. And Elliot will help on the ovals, I'm sure, a lot. So, mm-hmm. Lex, don't be stupid. <laughs> I'm not denying it. I'm really not. He sounded really sarcastic. <laughs> he did sound pretty sarcastic. <laughs> I'm not. So moving on, we got Renus VK. I'm expecting big things out of Renus this year. I really am. I expect a big sophomore I'm expecting season. Max V's um, IndyCar cousin. Wax. <laughs> uh, <Lex. laughs> Anybody else got anything to say about Renus? I mean, I, he's going to be checking the records. But if, it's, if he goes a similar path to 
what he did last year, that mistake he made in uh, testing last week, he will learn from it and have a pretty consistent season now. Yep. Uh, next up, we got Santino Ferrucci. Just kidding. He got <laughs> kicked out, thankfully. Except he's driving the third Ray Hall at Indy this year. Yeah, one race, big deal. <laughs> one race that he could win because of the car he's the team he's driving for. Please oh, don't wait. remind me how Actually, good he is. Actually, did you ever find out what his deal with Colton Hurdle was? No, okay. not really. I just wanted to know. I don't know. Um, Marcus Erickson, consistency, again. Is, is going to be the biggest thing for him. It's just, I don't know how much adding that fourth chip car is going to affect the team, but yeah. Erickson is just a mediocre driver. It's just going to be mediocre results. Why are, do you have so many bad takes, Lex? I don't... The man had one, two, three top fives last year and one of the hardest grids in history. I'm sorry, what team was he driving for? Chip. Okay, so who won the championship again? That's in the third. In the, well, hold on. Before we, before you start downing him because he's driving for Ganassi, you got to remember the last time Ganassi had multiple cars like that. The third and fourth car never really ran. Was that was that TK? Fourth. That was the third or fourth? Who was it? No, it was no. technically Kimball and Chilton. And then you had Kimball and Ray Hall. So oh, that's where they were. Yeah, you can't you can't down it because it's he's driving for Ganassi. It's also like yeah, Briscoe drove one of those four cars one time too, and he did not do well at all. Erickson's car is someone running that four? Is Ganassi running that for somebody, or how is what is it with the third car, the third or fourth car? Then Erickson's the third car. Jimmy's the fourth car. Yeah, Jimmy and uh, uh, TK are running the fourth car. Lex is usual with some bad takes. I mean, he got expected every week. <laughs> pretty consistent. He's pretty consistent, at least. Oh, there's a kitten. Um, let's see. Felix Rosenquist, new team. That teammate dynamic with Pato could be very, very interesting. Yes. Those are two really fast guys. And a lot of people are thinking that team, instead of it being the big three, could become the big four. Ooh. So, and that's not my take. I mean, I'm saying that's the, some of the stuff I'm reading. And that's what they want to be. They want to be mentioned as a contender every week. And Pato is just young enough to be uh, dangerous and not yeah. being scared. And we'll get to him soon, but yeah. I, I think Felix will be a really fun driver to watch this sure. season. He's again, it's consistency though. He's he, he wasn't super consistent last year. Sure. All kind of started at that first race when he was fighting for the win and then wrecked trying to pass a lap car. I remember so, that. that lap car was James. <laughs> <Hitchcliffe>. <laughs> all about all about learning from mistakes. Yeah. Next is uh, Lex's favorite Mazda driver, Ryan Hunter Ray. <laughs> I expect another solid year from the guy, but nothing special. To and be I honest. would agree with you. 
Yeah. Anything, Chuck? No, I don't. He's been pretty inconsistent the last couple of years. It's been, what, yeah. two years since he well, won is, is it inconsistency so. or is it just bad luck? I think it's just inconsistency, Lex. No, it, with, with RHR, it's inconsistency. It's not like Rossi having bad luck last mm-hmm. year. Speaking of Rossi, let's talk about him now. Uh, I expect him to get back into winner's circle and to have a honestly maybe a, a pretty well maybe a multi-win season to be honest it I, could be i think he'd be a title contender at the end of the year he ended the season very very strong right if you, if you remember and the and the Not last it. five races he had four podiums and in that last race he was leading the race and then he crashed so Wait, didn't Andretti last season have to wait till I think it was mid Ohio before they got their first win? Was it something like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They swept the podium that day too. Yep. So, uh, well, next let's talk about the second most overrated driver on the grid, Simon Pagano. Oh, wow! Wow! I knew Chuck was gonna like that one. You are harsh. Wasn't. The man can go from being a championship contender to nobody in this. We thing. had this discussion. Oh, We've seen that before. Okay, cool. Chuck, we get it. He's going to be a championship contender. This the arrow screen isn't that big of a change. Neither was the uh, arrow kids. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, that was also a new team. Continue. No. Yeah, he went from Schmidt in 2014 to Penske in 2015. There's a new team. And that's not when the arrow kits changed. Yes, they did, Chuck. Why is it called the IRO no, team? Chuck, how many how many times it's, have the 18? You you talk about the new chassis. I, so you had the new you had the the, the, the DW12. You talk about kit. the UAK. Oh, I think I was 20. Yes. That was a huge change. Oh, no, that was 2018. That was a huge change. Not as big as you think it is. Well, then why did he struggle so much? The same reason he struggled the first year, the change from uh, the uh, DW12 kit to the Chevy kit and Honda kits. Because he always struggles. Not good. Not good at change. But he adapts. We'll see, Chuck. He will have a good year this year. Will he be a championship contender? Eh, probably not, but I knew that would round check up pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm right. I mean, as trends do. As trends as the trends say, he he will he will probably be a championship contender. Mm. So let's talk about probably I would say the most underrated driver on the grid right now, and that's and it pains me to say it, Takuma Sato. He's been more competitive in that RLL car than Graham has. <clears throat> and the scary thing is. Sato keeps getting better. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing with Sato. 
if you really think about it, though, he's kind of he he started kind of old racing for Esper. So, well, and honestly, like I'm kind of looking at his results from last year, and the guy had two top fives, but because Indy is so big on points, he finished seventh in points. So that's an interesting one. Um, you know, keep in mind he also didn't get to race Texas because he crashed in qualifying. But so he, he may have been he may have been able to get six. But I've, I, the nice thing is he he still gives us glimpses of the old Sato, like at St. Pete last year when he took out two guys and got no penalty for it. <laughs> oh god! Well, I, I look for him to be competitive at like some of the um, road courses, but in particular Indy. When it comes to ovals. Well, also remember, he won at Portland in 2018 and Barber in 2019. So, those are the ones to look at. And he's won Long Beach. Yep. And uh, he's won Indy twice now. He he could be going up for three wins at Indy. Yeah, that 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 would suck. A third? Well, here's something to think about for Indy. A third of the field is going to be former winners. Wow. There's going to be okay. 11 There's eleven winners? No, there. I mean, I, almost a third. We'll oh, put okay. it that way. Nine. There, there'll be nine former winners, and that's the most in recent memory. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the third most overrated driver now. Uh, Taku's teammate, Graham. So I've asked this question many times. <laughs> Nobody. No, I've, I've asked this question many times because apparently the dude's like 6'5", like 200 pounds or something. I'm just wondering, how much of a factor does his weight play into his slowness, or is that just Graham? But he's not slow. No. You know. I mean, like, honestly, he's really not that overrated. I just don't like the guy. Why don't you like him, Jack? Because I think he whines way too much. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that should be your kind of guy. <laughs> How? Like, I get I like Rossi, but like, you know. Joey? Joey true. is not a whiner. That's true. Like, shut up. You like Kyle Bush. Battle? Again. All right. You do have a point. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well, yeah, Chuck, you forgot one part of that, but I'm not going to say that here. No, please no, no, say. No, no, no. Continue. If you're going to say anything about mediocrity, <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, mediocrity would mean he'd have to have more than what two wins. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. <laughs> Anyway, Graham Rahal, um, three podiums last year. I expect more of the same, to be honest. Uh, I just – yeah, he's, like, consistent he, and inconsistent at the same time. Potentially could be a good run at Indy. Why not? He finished third last year, so. Yeah. Well, I, I can picture him being consistent. I just can picture Taku being in front of him a lot of the time. You know, it's interesting because uh, it was the opposite last year. Besides Indy. 
That's the thing, though. Takuma stole all the thunder, but Graham stole all the results. Oh, well. Except in which is the biggest one. So I guess you could say it kind of cancels Wasn't out. Wasn't Graham fighting for the podium at Mid-Ohio as well? Because he was fighting with Stone. At Mid-Ohio, he had two fourth-place finishes. Yeah. So. Uh, let's talk about a Mid-Ohio winner next, Will Power. I think Will Power has lost a lot of his just – Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, that's a good word to say. I mean – it's, it seems like he's making way too many mistakes for the willpower that we're used to. Well, I mean, he can lead from the front. But do you think winning Indy and that taking all that pressure off of him that he feels like he doesn't have anything to go for now? No. I think that's silly. I mean, it, but some guys need something to chase and now. Yeah, the Astro Cup. That's not, but he's won that. I I get that, but it didn't. It hasn't stopped Dixon. <laughs> that doesn't. Will Power is not Scott Dixon. Thanks. If Will Power was Scott, if if Will Power was Scott Dixon, Will Power would have uh, what three championships now? Three. If Will Power was Scott Dixon, if Will Power was Scott Dixon, I think Will Power would have at least four. <laughs> Well, I'm talking about the two he choked away. I'm sure there's been more he's choked away. Like, Will Power is probably maybe one of the most underappreciated drivers in history. You just said he was a choker. Which one is it? It's both. I mean, I, I just feel like we don't give power enough credit for how good he actually was in his prime. Are we going all the way back to, was it Champ Car? Yeah, he was in Champ Car, right? No, that was nowhere near his prime. Well, he did win the last Champ Car race, if I recall. I didn't. Will Power's prime was probably 2013 to 2017, 18. It yeah, just seems fair. like maybe even twenty nineteen. It just seems like he's falling off. He should have won three championships in that period, and he's only won one. So right, and he choked away the other two. And the only reason he won twenty fourteen was because Elio's team choked it away for him. <laughs> on, pur- on purpose, <laughs> of course. Of course, it was on purpose. I agree. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about a youngster now. Pato Award. He has a lot of high hopes for the season, a lot of high praise, and you can't blame anybody for giving him high praise at all. Four podiums last year. As much as I, I, I don't say I don't like him. I just, I don't know. It, I'm ne- watching him race through the through the road to Indy. I just, I was never a big fan of him, but. I respect how fast he is in getting to grips with this Indy car. It's incredible, really. Well, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he? Didn't he fight for? Wasn't he in the midst of fighting for like one or two wins last season? Wasn't one of them Texas? Am I thinking of that right? No. Road America. He led the most laps at Road America in the second race um, until he got passed by Felix in the last two laps. 
And then he he had he was in contention for I believe probably both Iowa races, but he had a pit lane penalty. It was Iowa, my bad. That was Texas. Yeah, a gateway as well. Gateway as well until his his pit crew had a bad stop, I think, or um, I think Dixon's crew just had a really good stop. I think Dixon won the first race at Gateway. Yes, he did. Yeah, and. yeah, so it's just kind of consistency, I think, is a good thing to work on this season for him. Uh, I, I have high hopes for him, especially with the duo of him and Felix. I think they can really push each other to you know reach their maximum. Yeah, I can agree with that. Anything from you, Chuck? No, I think Pato is one of them guys that is going to be scary good once he refines his skill. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another guy who's scary good, and that's Colton Herta. And I think that this is the year Colton Herta could win five races if he wanted to. What? He is a potential championship contender. Mm -hmm. I don't think potential is a word you can put. I think he is a championship contender. I well, I get. I still say potential because it's Andretti. So you never know what which Andretti team is going to show up. Exactly. He ended the season pretty well. Well, well, my question: is, Do you actually think he's as much as you like Rossi, Jack? Do you think he's going to beat out and be the number one at Andretti? I think it's a very real possibility. Mm-hmm. He's at least going to be the number two. For sure. He's already the number two. He's already the number two in my book. So, hey, I got an email from the track. Oh, great. Oh, news. Uh, but we can talk about that when we're done. <laughs> uh, let me just go see if I got it. <laughs> um, the next guy, uh, our favorite guy to dislike, uh, Joseph Newgarden. Anybody, anybody want to take this? I one? think he'll be a contender this season if he if he can yeah, stay out of trouble. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, it does seem like he occasionally has some bad luck, to be honest. But I also think that he's also a serial choker. I agree. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I just saw something from Jennifer Fryer, which is probably something you got, Chuck. So. No, I hadn't seen that. What is it? It's probably just the same thing that. Oh, about potential. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about it here in a second. Let's move on to our last guy now, Scott Dixon. I think he's. uh, I think he's gonna have a down year in terms of like from last year. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to win the first three races and then lose the championship. (laughs) Yeah, and he, which he almost did. So. Yeah, sure. It was only a sixteen-point gap, Lex. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not doubting that. I, I remember. Um, I think he'll be in contention for the title, and I think you know he may make it two in a row. I, I don't think he's going to get seven this year. Yeah. Nope. I, I don't expect him to come out the gate dominating like he did last season, but I think he'll still be, you know. He, he's in that vein with like, you know, like New Garden, where it's just like he'll be there competing. New Garden and Ross, they'll be there competing for the title. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of the title, let's try to do a top five in points. That's asking a lot. Sure. I know. <laughs> I can go let first. Me, let's be honest here. That's that's asking a Jack, lot. I bet you I can guess your top yeah, five. I can... Okay. I actually want to hear this. Okay, so we got one through five. You ready? Start at five. Okay. Start at five. Start uh, five. Number five, Elio Castro Neves. Number four, Elio Castro Neves. <laughs> number three, Elio Castro Neves. Number two, Elio Castro Neves. And number one, Elio Castro Neves. You missed an Elio <laughs> in there. Well, but, I mean, if he does get six wins and one of them is the Indy 500. I mean, he might actually be top five. <laughs> Potentially could happen. <laughs> Uh, well, I will try to start off here. I think number five, I'm going to end up going with Pato Award. I think all the hype is cool and all, but just the consistency for me that that's lacking. Number four, I'm going to go Dixon. Number three, I'm going to go... Uh, I think I'm going to go New Garden. Number two, I'm going to go Rossi. And number one, I'm going to say Colton Herta wins a championship. Wow. That, that's my top five. And I think it's going to be very close the whole way. You didn't pick Rossi to win the championship, huh? Dude, if I ever pick Rossi to win the championship, it won't <laughs> happen. So. <laughs> oh, now I see why you picked Colton. Yeah. Uh, my top five, actually, I think it's probably the, the same people, but just in a different order compared to Jags. I would say... Start at five, though. It's more fun. At five? I would say Pato. Then you put Colt. Okay. Then I put Colton Herter at four. Then I'm going to say... It's either two or three. I don't know the exact ones. It's going to be Rossi or Newgarden. It's going to be them, and I put Dixon at one. Dude, get off my podcast. <laughs> Why the hell did you pick Dixon to win another title? No one wants to see that. Jeez. Dixon isn't going to win a title this year. Mm-hmm. Has Dixon ever won back-to-back? No. I don't no, think so. Doesn't. Yeah, so... It used to be that five-year thing he did where it was 03, 08, 13, 18, and then he won last year. Oh, sorry, 13, 15, 18. Yeah. And then last year. So. He didn't win 15. That was, um, was Newgarden. A few of those were stolen from Elio, but that's beside the point. Anyway. Go ahead with yours, Chuck. <laughs> I think Pato fifth. Um, probably New Garden. Pagano. Dixon and Rossi. Oh. Chuck pick Rossi to win the championship. I'm, that's not what I'm surprised about. I'm surprised he thinks Pagano is going to adapt and get to that point right there. And... It's always the second season. That's the trend with him. That's the that's the that's what I, that's why he. Oh yeah, was, was it twenty sixteen one for Penske? Yeah, and then yeah. when they when they got the the this current Arrow kit, they struggled the first year. In the second year, he won like three races and the five hundred. 
I yeah. remember. Was that the season he at the GP he got Scott Dixon on the last lap? Is that am I being the same? Yeah, second to last lap. Second to last lap in the rain. And then tweet and then, was and then tweeted at Chuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, was, that was an awkward tweet. That was pretty funny. That was really awkward. <laughs> so <laughs> So the story is is that uh, mine and Jack's dad died in the October before. So October of two thousand eight. Okay. Rest in peace. And yes. So, <laughs> So I was all I was super excited because Pagano won my first race at Speedway since he died, and so I was like, "Put that in a tweet." It was great since I lost my dad. Simon goes, "Well, I hope you found him." <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> So, so the way I found out this was Jack sent me a text and be like, dude, did you see your tweet? <laughs> I didn't reply to your tweet. Wow. So. Well, I was sitting at prom dinner because I didn't get to go to the race. Prom's overrated, by the way. I should have listened to Alexander Rossi and not gone. Um, actually, speaking of interactions on social media, I, I actually asked Alexander Rossi on Instagram if I should go to prom, and he said no, <laughs> and that because prom, and I should have listened. So, <laughs> oh, really wasn't worth it, and I don't even talk to her anymore. So, well, I think you haven't had him. It's actually her fault. Jack. Rossi? No, 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 no. The other. <laughs> oh, still. Yeah. Yeah, never gonna happen. Although I heard he wants us back. Oh, that's another story for another time. Interesting. So, do you guys have any really bold predictions? Can be as bold as can be. There will be thirty-six cars for the five hundred. All right. I think Top Top Gun will have a Chevy engine. I think Elio wins his fourth. I don't think that's that bold. It's pretty. I think it's pretty bold, to be honest. Not when you're considering it's more or less an Andretti team. I think that... um, Hmm. I don't know. Honestly, like... The funny thing is we pitch IndyCar as like a really unpredictable series, but then acts like it's super predictable. Because, <laughs> I mean, you have those front-of-the-grid teams that aren't going anywhere. And then you have every once in a while you have a wild, wild card come in there and, you know, mix it up. I'll say this. I don't think anybody gets above two wins. Hmm. That's that's kind of bold. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um. Maybe McLaughlin takes his first win this season. That's honestly looking bold. I'll say that. It's looking bold at this point. It, if he does, it will be later in the season. Agreed. If you really want to be bold, say he'll win on an oval. <laughs> I think he's going to have a route similar to Will Power. 
Please don't. I got another one. I think I think someone unexpected wins the five hundred. That's funny because that's what I was going to say. Mind. Um, I would say VK or Palu. You know what? I could see VK getting a win this year. I don't know if it'll be at the five hundred, but I could see him getting a win this year. I could see Hinch. I could see Ed on an oval. I I could see Ed Carpenter. Oh. Yeah, at Indy. We're talking Indy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think Ed Carpenter because I think this year with with the consistency in the team with going into this season, there's no changes. So. Yeah. Um, just thinking here. Um, I think Jimmy Johnson gets a top ten. That's pretty bold. Uh, how many top Dude, tens does Jim Johnson? We get? forgot. We. Oh, sorry. We forgot a driver. I was gonna let Who? you. Get him too. We forgot. We forgot Ed Jones. <laughs> <laughs> is Ed doing the full season? Well, it's because he's forgettable. So, damn. I'm sorry. Is Ed doing the full season? Yeah. Yeah, he's running the 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. I figured there's gonna be someone we forgot. So yeah, Ed Jones. Um, I expect a couple top tens, but nothing special. I think it'll be nice for him not to be in the shadow of Dixon. Yeah, but do you think – I mean, go, this is going back a couple of years, but do you think he was really in a good position when he was honestly the third pick to be that driver? Well, who were the first two? Uh, Hartley and then uh, Rosenquist. I know Hartley was the pick for uh, and for 17 before he went to Toro Rosso. Yeah, that's – Oh, yeah, that's he went saying. to Toro Rosso in 18. My bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though, is that Hartley was the number one pick. And then he went to Toro Rosso. Then they wanted Rosenquist, and Rosenquist couldn't get out of his contract. Mm. So they have went with Ed Jones. You know, it's actually kind of surprising that Ed is back at Dale Coyne because he pissed Dale Coyne off pretty good. What do to do to Dale? Well, yeah. Alex, you better Dale answer that phone. He dumped Dale for Ganassi. That's what he did. Oh. Okay, I'm tired. I want to talk about this because I'm tired of people thinking handshake deals are legit. They are not. They're not at so. all. So Dale needs to quit crying. He should have never been crying in the first place. So Until you put pen to paper. Right. So let's talk about Indy. No, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Two more things. Uh, how many winners this season? I think six. That's what I'm leaning towards. Mm, I venture to say eight at the max. Yeah, actually, I'll go seven. I still think six. But I think those seven guys will trade wins quite a bit. That's fair. Um, so... Yeah. 
Uh, and let's let's talk about Barber real quick. I think it'll be an intriguing season opener just because it's the season opener, to be honest. But I honestly, ever since they got the new arrow kits on these cars, Barber has not been very interesting. No, because Barber is more of a high downforce track, which is what the old kits were really good at producing. You know what? This uh, is why they produce such great racing. You know, like 2016 was incredible. Okay. I, I just got to throw this in here because we, we can tie this in with F1 real quick, where with the IR18, it was said that because they're relocating the downforce underneath the car, it was supposed to allow the cars to run closer. But as you guys have said, a barber has, has been more of a pr- uh, procession as opposed to like racing, right? Yeah, but they, I mean, they still lost downforce. It, it's they. I mean, it, I think with the air with the uh, uh, UAK 18s, they lost on the road course setup uh, something like four or five hundred pounds. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I I hope it's intriguing, but I'm not have super high hopes. So, yeah. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, all right. We ready for this semi-good mm-hmm. news, semi-bad news? Go for it. Semi-mayor's a clown. Uh, so uh, the Speedway sent an email out, and I received it at 7.08. It's currently 7.48. Um. So it says, Dear IMS customer, we're continuing to work towards hosting fans for May. Uh, we, I'm just kind of skimming through this. Yeah. So uh, we expect to welcome fans for all on track days in May, but and we continue to prepare for a sizable crowd on race day. But sounds good to they me. Are, but they are also asking people if they're not planning on coming or if they're not planning on using. That they will give him credit for next year. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I so I said fifty to seventy five percent last weekend, or the I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. I'm kind of leaning toward twenty five to fifty percent now. I think it's getting lower. Uh, the problem is cases in Indiana keep going up. Yeah, but they the the Marion County Health Department said they actually expected that this this week, so this uh, this isn't actually a surprise. So, the problem I have with it, and the problem I like, uh, outdoor transmission is essentially none. Right. Well, and I mean, go back to the uh, the Texas Rangers. Their opening, their opening day game, they sold. They were sold out, capacity crowd, pretty much thirty-eight thousand people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I just—it's just weird to me because I just went to Kokomo Speedway, and it was a very sold-out crowd. 
and nice. nobody had a problem with it. Exactly. No, if you don't want to be there, don't go. So, it's as simple as that. I just, just for anything. I I grow tired of the hypocrisy from this Indianapolis mayor because he has no problem letting in a whole ass sixty eight team tournament into Indian into Indiana Indianapolis, all indoor games. With what? How many people look slow? Almost ten thousand. Has no problem uh, with that. But the second right. we want ninety thousand at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which is a two and a half mile oval outside, it's a problem. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. And also to note that he didn't mind when the Colts had twelve thousand five hundred people in their games when COVID cases were like seven times as high as they were now. So I don't know what the mayor has against racing, but yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that if the mayor tries and this is my opinion, does not reflect who I work for. (laughs) I have a feeling if the mayor tries to pull some crap, I think the governor is going to get involved and tell him that they can't. I mean, the dude has been acting like a dictator. Straight up. And this wouldn't be a problem if we could just move the speedway a few miles west outside the county. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. See, Chuck, Explain this to me, because the track is not in Indianapolis. It's in Speedway, Indiana, right? It's in Speedway. What is in Marion County, which is still under the jurisdiction of the Marion County Health Department. But but why? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm saying, why does the mayor get to make these decisions? Because it's just a town. It's not like a city. Now, granted, granted, and I can I can speak for this because I work for the city. Uh, if we get complaints and stuff in Speedway, they have to go. They go to the Speedway public public works. Hmm. Well, that's ridiculous. It's same thing with the city of Lawrence. Same thing with Southport. Same thing with Beach Grove. So, hypocrisy. All right, well, I don't have anything else to say, so. No, I don't know. If anybody else. Did you guys want to, didn't we, weren't we supposed to talk about F1 or no? We did. We did. Where were you? Obviously not here. You were here, Lex. (laughs) You were here because it was the whole Senate conversation. Lex has a problem with listening. Oh, yeah, were you, were you still that talking? Was when Jack, Jack was like taking like low blows at Senna. I remember that now. Hey Lex, do you hear those chains rattling? You better go check them out. Oh wow! Help me! Help me! <laughs> Help me! I hear it in the background. <laughs> Help me! He's like, I put her in a soundproof room. <laughs> 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 
no, 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 no. There's nothing. There's nothing like that here. You do. You do realize the more you deny, the more your truth. There is no truth. What? Okay, Bill Clinton. There's nothing bad has happened. Okay, Bill Clinton. No, literally, I didn't do it. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk to y'all next week with another, I'm sure, spicy episode. And we'll we'll have, we'll have a real race to cover. So three races to cover. So that's cool. A real, I real. Oh, NASCAR is not real. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Legit racing starts this week. Yeah. All right. Wow. I'm sorry to tell you that Emil is not a good track. So. All right, guys. We'll we'll see y'all next week.